At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome in to My Guys in the Desert. I'm Danielle Avari sitting in for Matt Humans. You can find him on Follow the Money this week. I have Wes Reynolds in the VEASAN studio with me here inside the South Point Sportsbook. And we have more NBA action going on tonight. Two games. We just had one game last night. Felt a little bit lackluster. We're back to two. Let's talk about the Nets and the Bucks. The Nets lead this series two to zero. But the Bucks are three and a half point favorites at home tonight. Total sitting around 234. 730 Eastern start for this one. One better at BetMGM. Bet $150,000 to win 30000 on the Nets, minus 500 to win the series. Uh, the Nets rolled the Bucks, of course, in Game 2. Final score, 125-86. to 86. We all saw Game 1 as well. And the Nets were down Game 2. They didn't have James Harden. They didn't have Jeff Green. James Harden listed as out again for tonight's Game 3. Again, Nets lead this series. Which side do you like for tonight, Wes? Yeah, it almost seems like we have the ugly contrarian favorite, if you will. I think yeah. most of the action seems to be just kind of getting a pulse across the different sports books is that most of the action seems to be on the Brooklyn Nets, and I guess you can't really argue that considering mm-hmm. the fact that they won by 39 points and Milwaukee has looked absolutely horrible, really, for the first two games, but now this is the desperate spot. Down 2-0. Yep. If you go down 3-0, you don't come back in the NBA. It's not like the NHL where you can come back from 3-0 to win a seven-game series. You don't do that in the NBA. So what you're kind of seeing here, three and a half, it's basically stayed steady. So maybe enough support for Milwaukee on that side. If you look at the money line on this game, you're seeing kind of 150-ish, 160-ish. But where you really see this being pronounced, Danielle, because this Mm -hmm. is an angle that obviously everybody is hip to. If you go back about the last 15 years, the 
money lines in the first half and also in the first quarter substantially higher. You look even at Circa Sports right now, first half money line minus $2 on this game when it's only about 150 to 160 for the full game. And then you look at the first quarter money line about the same. I, I saw like 180 basically on mm-hmm. average. So everybody is hip to this angle. And what I'll, I'll talk about here is if you go back about 50, or 15 years, rather, about 2005, the team down 0-2 in the series that goes back home uh, in game three, about 66% against the spread in the first half. Because usually that bears some logic. And look, I often say, let's not look too much into trends. Use trends as tools and not necessarily as crutches. That's what a lot of, I think, younger, maybe more experienced betters do is they look at these trends. But this trend actually has some real logic Mm -hmm. when you think about it. Because it's like, okay, it's go time now. We have nowhere to turn They're going to come out hot, right? Yeah, we're down 2-0. So we got to come out very aggressive. So that's why you see that. That's not to say this isn't a good trend. But keep in mind, like I mentioned, it's priced into the market right now because you're paying an extra tax now for that first half angle, for that first quarter angle, more so than you are for the full game. So you got to pay for it, even though it's been a profitable trend. Maybe not so much this year. It's regressed a little to the mean. It's only one and two this year. Boston actually over Brooklyn in the first round was the only one to get this home because Washington was down 2-0 going home. They lost game three to Philadelphia, did not cover. And the uh, the same thing uh, – I'm trying to think of the other series. It just escaped me for a moment. Just had a, a little bit of a, a brain toot right there. But anyway, it is one and two here in this playoffs when you go back to that team down 0 and 2 into game three. So I still kind of like it, though, with Milwaukee. I think. You got to see him make adjustments. What I really like more so than anything for a full game perspective, I actually do like the over. It's gone down a little bit, now down to about 233 at some spots. I was going to say, this is a high total we're seeing for the playoffs, 234, 233. Milwaukee's kind of at the point of no return defensively. They cannot guard this team. And they're not going to be able to get stopped. So what they have to do is find a way to manufacture some offense and they got to find a way to score. So this may be a deal where you got to try to outscore this team. If you're not going to stop the Brooklyn Nets, you got to hope they kind of stop themselves that they commit turnovers, that they maybe don't shoot very well. Obviously, you're going to have a home crowd at Milwaukee and get that advantage. So, you know, this is kind of the last stand for this team. If they lose here, they're essentially done. So if you do like the Nets tonight, they're obviously getting plus three and a half at this point. Do you think we're going to see a four or should we take three and a half now? I think it's probably going to stay three and a half because I think they're getting enough general public and casual better support at three and a half because they've been the dominant team, even without James Harden in game two and for the better part of game one. Well, that's the problem, too, that you're talking about. You're hoping the Nets don't score well, but they have so much depth. They have so many options at offense. Right, absolutely. So Milwaukee's going to have to figure it out, but they're going to have to figure it out, I think, on the offensive side of the ball, even more so than defense. We'll break this down more right here on My Guys in the Desert on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
Welcome in to My Guys in the Desert. I'm Danielle Avari again, sitting in for Matt Humans this week. You can find him on Follow the Money. I also have Wes Reynolds on the desk. We're here at the VSIN studio inside the South Point Sportsbook. We have a great lineup of guests coming up today. We have Kenny White joining us in just a few short minutes, professional handicapper. We'll talk some college football with him, if you can believe it. It's only June, right, Wes? Yeah. Okay. No, but it's it's all year round, though, when you have all these futures and That's all these That's the nice thing about prices. betting, right? Yes. Yeah, we can look at all the sports all year round. We also have Teddy Greenstein from PointsBet joining us this hour and at the top of the next hour we'll have Derek Stevens and Mike Palm join us as well from the Circus Studio hopefully we know those are busy guys so we hope we can grab them for a couple minutes but first we were just talking about the Nets and Bucks game the Bucks three and a half point favorites tonight total sitting around 234 730 Eastern start still no James Harden for the Nets tonight game three Nets lead the series two to zero so if we take a look at these player props James Harden being out, obviously, taking that into account when we're looking. Kevin Durant's points prop is the highest on the board, 32 and a half. What do you think, Wes? Well, you can see why it's that high because Milwaukee really, what they've tried to do is start P.J. Tucker in that starting lineup basically to guard Kevin Durant. It has not gone swimmingly. So, you know, we're going to see if Milwaukee maybe makes a little bit of an adjustment, and that's kind of why I like a certain Milwaukee prop that I'll bring up here right now with I think maybe we're going to see a little bit less of P.J. Tucker because after two games, you probably have enough of a sample size to say, okay, this guy's not going to be able to get stops. He was good early in game one, maybe like in the first quarter, and then kind of, you know, really regressed to the mean. Kevin Durant basically got what he wants. So, like I said here in the opening five minutes, Milwaukee is going to have to find a way to get some guys to step up on offense, and they're going to have to find a way to manufacture offense and just probably have to get into a track meet with these guys. As dangerous as it is, even though Milwaukee more held, more than held their own in the regular season series against these guys, taking two or three. So where I went to on the props, I went to Bryn Forbes down there at 10 and a half. And Milwaukee, like I said, has had to start Tucker because DiVincenzo has been out, so that takes away a little bit of their depth in terms of the backcourt. But Forbes, not really the best of defenders, but he's the guy that really is the shooter and I think can really give them some scoring punch that they desperately needed. Even though he's more of a role player, probably still going to come off the bench tonight. But you look, he had a couple huge playoff games in that first-round series, averaging about 12.5 so far in the postseason, making about 45% from outside the arc so double digits in four of six playoff games this year so it's gone over obviously two-thirds of the time four out of six so I think what Milwaukee is going to have to do, they're going to have to run with these guys. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to manufacture some offense and increase the possessions as dangerous of a game as that is against the Brooklyn Nets. So the guy that I think probably is going to benefit the most would be Bryn Forbes. I think he can have maybe a couple of those games like he had against the Miami Heat where he hits some threes and goes over this 10 and a half. I know you mentioned that the Bucks are having a lot of trouble stopping the Nets from scoring. You think that they're going to have to manufacture some offense tonight, so you like the over on that total mm -hmm. for tonight's game. Is there any overs you would look at in terms of player props? Yeah, besides uh, uh, the Bryn Forbes right. uh, points, that's kind of the main one that I'm going to play here. But I think you would have to look perhaps at Drew Holiday over his assist. What I want to see, and Draymond Green brought this up on the TNT broadcast the other night. He's doing some studio analysis for Inside the NBA. You don't want Giannis to always be the ball handler in pick-and-roll situations. Sometimes he needs to be the screen-and-roll man because as good as Giannis is, as good of an athlete as he is and as quick as he is, it's a little bit easier to guard off the bounce because you can have somebody come out for help. 
off the dribble rather than when he's a screen and roll man and he's already in motion and that help is going to come so late and he's going to get to the basket for a dunk or an easy layup. So I would like to see some other guys be the ball handlers instead of it always being Giannis in this spot. And Draymond Green, I thought, has been absolutely right in terms of pointing that out. Because as you can see, the Milwaukee Bucks outscored by 47 through two games against the Brooklyn Nets. So you got to get Giannis the ball more in space instead of having him create every single time. What about on the net side of things? If we take a look at Blake Griffin, one of his props up there, one and a half, three pointers. He's been shooting a lot for them from there. Do you see that possibly going over? I do not. I'm not sure what to make of Blake. He played better in the second game than he did in the first game. He certainly so. found his dunk. He did. He did. And he got some open spots down low. But maybe on the Brooklyn side, maybe Joe Harris over three pointers. I think that's been a pretty good bet throughout the playoffs. Anything else on the net side you would look at? Nothing for me. Too hard because there's a lot of depth, right? So handicapping it, we don't know where the points are going to go. I definitely had trouble with the Suns for the same reason last night. I ended up picking Chris Paul over 16 points. I think he had 17. So again, when that offense is just really able to fire from all these different angles and it's really hard to handicap. So I see why you would look more at the Bucks players here. when you're looking at this total, I know that you said you like the over. Um, it is kind of a high number. Is this something you would maybe look at playing in game two to see how it starts? You certainly could because both of these games obviously have gone to the under. Remember in game one, it was 239 and a half at the close of business before the opening tip in game one of this series went well under the total. Then in game two, it got bet back to the over. It got adjusted to just a little bit over this current number of 233 and 234. And then betters came back on the over thinking, okay, last game went under this is going to go over and also kind of replacing that James Harden offense it's that old fallen hero type of theory where it's a lot easier usually in terms of a one game or two game situation to replace scoring than it is necessarily defense that being said James Harden not always the most willing defender necessarily but betters thought that they could make up the scoring they did not the Nets certainly did but Milwaukee did not Well, we're going to bring Kenny White in here in just a little bit to talk some college football. But before we do that, quick look at the other game going on tonight. So we have Clippers at the Jazz. Jazz three-point favorites, but two-and-a-half still at the South Point if you're looking for a a two-and-a-half. Total sitting around 223. That has a 10 p.m. Eastern start. The Jazz have won five games in a row in the playoffs after losing game one in the first round. They didn't have Mike Conley on Tuesday. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. He is listed as questionable for tonight. Game two. Jazz lead the series one to zero. Who do you like here? I'm going back with the Clippers here at plus three. And I did like Utah and took them on the money line two nights ago, simply because the Clippers were in that tough situation mm-hmm. coming off a of game seven. They had the adrenaline and the energy in the first half led by 13 at the half. But when you have a game seven and you have such a short time span to go to that game one, usually you're going to lose about 60% of the time. And they certainly did that Utah jazz do get the W here, but I do like the Clippers plus three. I did come back on them for the series price at plus 180. I felt that that was the time really to come in on the clips and that's where I'll be on tonight. How do you see this series playing out with what you've seen so far? Just obviously in game game one, really. Uh, do you think this is going to go to seven games, six? What are you thinking? How are we- I am kind of thinking seven games yeah. here that this is going to go deep because if you look, that's it's been a little bit different than obviously the Dallas series where the road team won the first six games, but that's what you're going to get out of the Clippers. You're going to get some inconsistent performances like PG and Kawhi were not great in game one, and they still only lost by three points. Ty Lue made some questionable decisions in terms of those substitutions with uh, Batum not seeing the floor, et cetera, et cetera. 
Well, when we're looking at the odds for the exact series, Clippers to win four to three is five to one right now. So you could bet that. Uh, you can also get Clippers to win in six. Uh, so four to two at five to one. So plus 500 odds there if you want to do the exact series. When we're looking at this game in terms of props. How do you think this game is going to play out and how is that going to affect how you would bet these player props? You would certainly anticipate that you're at least going to get a rebound from some of these stars, uh, particularly Paul George. So he was four of 17 in game one he wasn't playoff p he was pandemic p which is what he's been dubbed on social media when he has some bad games if you look game seven against dallas he was five of 15 game six he was six of 15 so five straight games he's taken 15 shots or more and he's not made more than seven so that's about a 36 percent percentage that he is shooting in the in terms of field goal percentage in the playoffs I got to think this is finally going to be that game. It seems like when he gets slammed a little bit, that's when he comes out focused and has a really big game. So Paul George points and rebounds would be where I would be looking tonight. People love to hate on uh, Paul George in the playoffs. They well, love to I hate do on Ben Simmons, he's stiffed too. Indiana, so I have a little bit of <laughs> soreness for uh, uh, playoff P or pandemic P, whatever you want to call him. Whatever you end up getting. I was going to ask you who gets a harder time in the playoffs, Paul George or Ben Simmons? Well, maybe even Ben Simmons from his own people, really. Yeah. Because Paul George has haters from a lot of other fan bases. But Ben Simmons gets killed on Philadelphia radio, you know, that regularly. Yes, he does. I mean, but you kind of got to accept what he is. He's not a good shooter. He's going to be a guy that's kind of like a little bit of a stat sheet stuffer. He's basically the Robin to Joel Embiid's Batman. And that people in Philadelphia got to accept that. All right, we finally have Kenny White, professional handicapper, ready to join us. So let's bring Kenny in. Thanks so much for joining us today, Kenny. Hey, hi, Danielle. Hi, Wes. Uh, Thanks for having me. And uh, hey, I'm ready to go. I see that. You're ready for tonight's Vegas Golden Knights game. The lucky green for VGK tonight. lucky green for tonight. Yeah. That's what the betters care about. What a series so far. So I want to start by asking you about your college football guide really quick. Any action on the recently released college football conference win totals at the South Point? I have not done anything yet, but uh, we'll probably be looking at those next week. Uh, The magazine, finally, I got to print this week. Uh, We'll be out at Barnes & Noble and the Gambler's Book Club. Well, actually be in the Gambler's Book Club sooner. I'll be in in the Gambler's Book Club next week, uh, probably by Wednesday. And then uh, after July 4th, uh, it will be in all Barnes & Noble's around the country. And by the way, Gambler's Bookstore, our book club downtown here in Las Vegas, you can make a visit if you're on your way downtown. Also can order it online. Definitely cop Kenny's College Football Guide. It is a must-read for college football fans and handicappers alike. But, Kenny, let's go back to the hockey game a little bit. I know we're excited about BGK, the clinching game perhaps tonight here at the Fortress, full capacity at T-Mobile Arena. With what you've seen from this series so far, What are you thinking for tonight's game? Do you think Colorado has one more in them, or is it just now one-way traffic? The Knights have totally taken the momentum, and they're going to wrap it tonight. Well, if the Knights are going to win, they better better do it tonight because I don't think they want to go back to Colorado. This is a very good hockey team. Um, I have the Avalanche rated about 15 cents better than the Golden Knights, but home ice is worth about 55 cents in the playoffs with the crowd as strong as it has been. It's something I've been taking advantage of now for the past uh, couple of weeks since crowds started to get bigger. It seems like most bookmakers, and, and it's not the bookmakers, it's it's the professional betters, and it's mostly the, the computer betters, guys that have models that model out games. We haven't been giving home home advantage in any sport for over a year because there's no crowds, but now we've gone from zero to a hundred 
um, that quick that it, it's just not happening fast enough. The NBA, look at what, what's happening there. I think it's uh, home teams are 6-1-1 one, and one, the last eight now with, with solid home crowds, and the hockey's been very good too uh, with home crowds. So, yeah, I, th- I think this home ice is worth about 55 cents tonight. So the number is right on what it should be, about $1.40. Uh, but I think the total should be five. I think it should be five flat. There's five and a halfs out there. I think it's a solid under. Both teams are playing physical style of hockey, and the goal they're getting. Both teams are getting great goaltending. And you know, Kenny, you make a really interesting point about that home ice advantage. You really, I don't think, see it taxed into the line like you do, like we were talking about the uh, Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets tonight. That home court is really already taxed into the line. You got the Milwaukee team down 2-0. We know that scenario over the years. Played the team down 2-0. They're in desperate mode. Don't want to go down 3 nothing. It seems like in the NBA, it's being taxed more into the price than in the hockey. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit there because, as I said, 6-1-1 and one the last uh, eight games, the home team is covered, and I've been on the home teams. Predominantly in my betting style, I'm usually on, on away teams for some reason, and I over and, – and, mo- and a lot of people think I overvalue home, home ratings when I tell people about – uh, my home court values and what they're worth, they all think, oh, that's way too many. But I've used my numbers over the year to come up with those numbers. It's not something that I made up. It's a price that I put into the line and have gone backfitted over the years to say, this is if this would have been the value, my line would have been perfect for these games. So I, I know what home value is worth. I've done it for such a long time. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are just as good a basketball team as the, as the Nets. I think this line is a little lower, West because of how Brooklyn – destroyed Milwaukee in game one and game two. But James Harden, uh, his value didn't even show up in either one of those games. Without Harden in the lineup, I think the Bucs are just as good a basketball team. They're very, very even. I could even say the Bucs could be better uh, with with no Harden on the court. So I, I'm giving five points home court for, for the Bucs tonight. I think the number should be six. Um, I think it's just a little short right now. I think it's going to be another home team that covers. And that six is... You know, oh down, oh two in a home game. That's worth another two and a half points to me. So my my actual number on this game is Milwaukee eight and a half. I hope you're right, certainly, because I like the Bucks this evening. So hopefully you're right on that assessment. I would love to get a plus eight and a half on the Nets as well. So <laughs> if, if Kenny was offering, I would definitely take it. I want to make sure we have time really quick, just about a minute left, Kenny, to see if there's any MLB plays you like tonight, because I know last time we talked to you, you were doing great in the MLB. Yeah, I played played one game tonight I really like. Uh, Houston and Boston over tonight. Uh, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez has had his struggles. Houston's the third best lineup in baseball versus left-handed pitching. Um, and Zach Greinke, he's coming off two nice starts, but, you know, his year has been been good, not great. And he's allowed three runs or more in five of his last eight starts. Uh, Boston's lineup is top five versus right-handed pitching. So two very good lineups and uh, one pitcher that's slightly above average, another pitcher that's below average. My total was 10 and a half in the game. Uh, over nine looks like a very sharp play. Danielle, I'm with Kenny here because we saw that on Tuesday night when we gave out the Astros. They were against Martin Perez. Seven runs for the Houston Astros. I think only the White Sox better in Major League Baseball against left-handed pitching. So they get Erod tonight. So starting to see that total move to the over about minus 115. All right, so you endorse this play as well. Uh, Kenny, we appreciate you jumping on with us. As always, you can find him at KYD Vegas on Twitter. Thanks so much, Kenny. Thanks, Danielle. Thanks, Wes. Have a great week. Thank you, Kenny.
All right, so that was his favorite game of the night, Wes, and that's one you're on as well? Well, I can see, I, yeah, I absolutely certainly see that because yeah. you see what Houston does. The lefties got seven runs on Martin Perez the other night. Erod, ERA in about the mid fives, even though the XFIP is better. Not very confident with him, so I would maybe rather go to the over than pick a side here. We'll talk more MLB later on. We have Teddy Greenstein from PointsBet joining us next on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the exactly. olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com and download the free OddsTrader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. 
We're back here on My Guys in the Desert. Danielle Vari, we're going to have Teddy Greenstein, senior editor at PointsBet, joining us in just a short moment. Wes and I were just talking about the games going on tonight. Uh, Nets and Bucks going on. First, the Bucks are going to be three and a half point favorite total sitting around 234. Uh, as Wes said, he was looking at the over here and he does like the Bucks tonight. I personally, looking at the Nets, would like to get an even better number, but I don't know if it'll get there because I think the public also liking the Nets a little bit here. So, Maybe two-way action going on, but again, James Harden listed out for that. The other NBA game we have going on tonight, we have the Clippers at the Jazz. The Jazz three-point favorites and a two-and-a-half at the South Point as well. So the last two-and-a-half out there, total sitting around 223. Uh, the Jazz, of course, won five games in a row in playoffs since losing game one in the first round. But again, no Mike Conley on Tuesday for them, and uh, they do lead the series 1-0 to zero despite that. So Mike Conley still listed as questionable for tonight. Uh, when we bring Teddy on. I know he has some news about uh, Maryland. They have some new betting news updated. Um, and also later on in the show, Wes and I will get to talk about some of those college football win totals that we didn't get to talk to with Kenny just yet. Um, I know that he's putting his guide out, so that's going to be full of a lot of good information. Um, so something we can get to a little bit later on. Uh, right now, we're looking at... Uh, these college football totals. If I look first at the Pac-12 here, we have Oregon sitting at seven uh, and uh, Arizona sitting at one and a half as the lowest. Of course, I would look at the Pac-12 because I'm a UCLA fan and I like the Pac-12. But it looks like we do have Kenny, or excuse me, not Kenny. We have Teddy Greenstein from PointsBet joining us now. Teddy, thanks so much for jumping on. Danielle, my pleasure. How are you? I'm so good, but I'm anxious to hear about this big news for betters in Maryland. What's the update? Yeah, so big day for points bet. You know, we unveiled an agreement uh, with the riverboat on the Potomac, and uh, we see this as a key step toward gaining access to the Maryland sports betting market. So good news here and uh, more to come. All right, something to look forward to. We also have a big night ahead of us in the NBA. How is the action looking for you guys tonight? Where are you seeing most of the play? Yeah, to me, Danielle, this is an absolutely fascinating one tonight. Like, I see this as kind of the reverse of the Super Bowl, where in the Super Bowl, the public was on the favorite, giving three and a half points, of course, uh, with the Chiefs. And tonight, the public is absolutely loving the underdog. I think most people are, the public at least is surprised by this line. So we're getting about 75% of the money coming in on the Nets plus 3.5. Now, I know uh, none of that money is coming in from Kenny White. <laughs> I was here in your last <laughs> segment, and obviously Kenny is uh, is huge on the Bucks tonight, so that's certainly an interesting one. And also in terms of money line, that's our biggest liability, uh, the Nets money line at plus 136. So really a big battle tonight between uh, the books and the public. Uh, the books are not budging. You know, this line opened at three and a half, and it has not moved at points bet. What about the series here? I know we're looking at tonight's game, but the way that the Nets have played in the first two games, I have to imagine you've seen some movement on your series prices. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Danielle. So the Nets opened up at minus 180, and now they're minus 475. Oof. So a huge move there. Yeah, exactly. Not a, not as big as the Suns-Nuggets series. The Suns also opened at minus 180 and are minus 949. <laughs> so if you, uh, you want to support you know, the points bet hometown team of the Denver Nuggets, I think now is the time because the Nuggets were plus 150 and now all the way up to uh, plus 625 down two games. Well, we do know that those regional biases definitely exist. People love to back the home team, even if uh, they are down the way that the Nuggets are. Do you have any odds boost going on for tonight's games? 
Yeah, so an interesting one here on Donovan Mitchell, scoring 25 points in a Jazz win. That is uh, up to uh, plus 120. And a big bet, I should mention, we took one of uh, $28,700 at minus 115 on the Nets Bucks over 233.5. And also notable, the public loves the over on Clippers Jazz of 223. Yeah, I would imagine. I know that Wes also likes the over for the Nets Bucks game. Uh, switching gears a little bit here. I know it's the first round of the Palmetto Championship underway. I know that you are a golf better. It's better for me for my green to stay away from the greens. So how are your bets looking? <laughs> well, if you stick with Paige and me, I think you got a decent chance. Um, you know, we had one boost that we mentioned on uh, the range. We doubled up Dustin Johnson's top 10. Mm. And he is tied for first. Um, the Teddy name event calls for uh, a Clemson alum to finish in the top 10. And Doc Redmond tied for first. So that one's wow. looking pretty good as well. With and the then PGA finally, right around the corner course. as well for you guys. The yeah, US Open. You know about the, uh, yeah. yeah, the UFC, double your money boost, I'm sure, out of Tanya. 10 free dollars uh, as long as he uh, throws a punch. Thanks so much for jumping on with us, Teddy. We'll have more My Guys and more PGA Talk next right here. Welcome back in. Baseball season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our VSIN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on vsin.com slash MLB and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now is the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at vsin.com slash subscribe. Daniel Alvari back in the VSIN studio with Wes Reynolds. Good thing we are talking about baseball because we had some games already finished for the day let's take a look at how these played out the brewers and the reds finished with seven to two brewers win that one and then the dodgers pirates interesting development here called after seven due to weather six to three dodgers but this bet this has implications for total bets it does because it was actually six to three in the eighth inning but the game does get called so it reverts wow. back to the previous inning official result five to three it affects the full mm -hmm. game total because when you're looking at full game total bets it has to go the duration you do not get okay you do not get an over and under if it doesn't complete the nine innings so it did not complete the nine innings in pittsburgh today so five to three, the official final score, and it really wouldn't have mattered anyway. So those that were on the over kind of got the short end of the stick here. If you were on the under, at least a nice break for you. You get a lucky refund here because this did not go the full. Now, because it did go the past five innings, all the five inning bets are good in terms of side, total, run line, what have you. So it's going to affect those totals, and it's also going to affect team totals if you go ahead and bet those because it did not go for the the duration of the game so you did have some wagers canceled there for the Dodgers and the Pittsburgh Dodgers get the wins Julio Urias six innings six hits three earned runs five strikeouts another solid outing for him Milwaukee also takes two or three from Cincinnati seven to two Cincinnati had the lead after the first five innings but then Dan Vogelbach who's absolutely been murdering the ball in Cincinnati he put it away with a three-run shot in the top of the seven so Brewers seven Reds two final score 
And I want to jump back to that Dodgers Pirates thing you were explaining. Is that universal across books or is that something where you have to check with your sports book? No, see? it's pretty much a okay. universal concept there in terms of the totals going. Now, now your Dodgers, your, your money lines are going to get paid on okay. the Dodgers if you bet those because they just have to go past five innings to be an official game. Mm. But for totals, it has to go to duration here. So it has to go those nine innings or eight and a half if you want to call it that. If you're the home team and you're winning, then that's considered a complete game. So um, that that's maybe something new for betters that are getting new into the market. They don't understand, okay, why I didn't get paid out. But that's the rule, and it's pretty much a universal rule across the board. Well, speaking of totals, the Braves and Phillies game actually went to an extra inning here, but still stayed under final score four to three Phillies. What did you think of this one? Boy, you really had to hang on if you were on the under like I was <laughs> and some others were because uh, this was uh, two runs for the Braves in the top of the 10th inning. You know, now that we have that different rule where you got the base runner on second, that's why you're not really seeing so many of these really big extra inning games. You haven't really seen these 16 inning marathons, which is uh, probably probably good for ticket riders at sports books across America because they don't have to stay until the last game ends where you got them sometimes stay till midnight or one in the morning or two in the morning on these games. Eugene Segura with the game winning hit scored bomb and Herrera. So they get the win walk off again, four to three second straight walk off. Phillies had a walk off last night against the Atlanta Braves. So now Phillies two games under 500 Braves, a game under 500. The Braves are kind of, it's kind of been like a little bit of a running joke in terms of base. Baseball Twitter, the fact that the Braves are like a dick or like, a, I guess, uh, averse to being over 500 because every <laughs> time they get there, they lose a game and they drop under. So Philadelphia gets the win four to three under does hang on at seven and a half. The other game going on as well that wrapped up was the Mariners and Tigers. The Tigers get themselves a win eight to three. Is that surprising? I feel like the Mariners are starting to fall off a bit. They are. They they got hot, I think, at the start of the season. And you're kind of starting to see, especially with the Angels dealing with Mike Trout being out of the lineup. Shohei Otani can only carry them so much. And that's why I think you're you're seeing them fall off. You're seeing the Mariners fall off a little bit. Tigers did take two or three from the Seattle Mariners. So, yeah, they're starting, I think, kind of fall back to earth. They were the nice surprise, I think, at the beginning of the season. But AL West looks like it's going to be basically a two-team race between the Astros and the A's. Yeah, and most people think it's going to be the Astros in the end. Uh, and by most, I mean all the people I talk to on VSIN on a daily basis. So, golf leaderboard we have the palmetto championship going on at congaree i know you have bets how is it looking well only one guy looking good that's patrick rogers who is four under par carrying that momentum where he was the leading qualifier for the u.s open down at the bears club in jupiter florida but current leaderboard right now leaders in the clubhouse you have three of them doc redman who teddy i know mentioned in the last segment doc redman actually played his golf down there in south carolina at clemson university dustin johnson the same at coastal carolina born in Columbia, South Carolina, so he is in at six under, as is Chesson Hadley. But the two leaders right now, EVR, Eric Von Royen from South Africa, seven under par through 14 holes. Wes Roach, seven under through 12 holes. So, look, we didn't know really how this course was going to play because this course has not hosted a PGA Tour event, so this is pretty much a one-off deal. The RBC Canadian Open was supposed to be in this spot, but due to COVID regulations up there for the second straight year, that tournament gets canceled, so it is the one 
one-off Palmetto Championship in its place. Congaree is a, is a really esteemed course, though. It's considered one of the best 100 courses in America by Golf Digest. So it's getting a chance to have some showcase here. Not a lot of rough on this course, but a lot of sand all over the place. So you got to be good out of the bunkers. But right now, EVR and West Roach, your early leaders. So we have seen some lower scoring here. This, this uh, course, even though it's about a little bit over 7,600 yards, you, you really can't make these courses long enough with the way these guys are hitting the ball nowadays, and especially when you got wide fairways and very little rough, which they're going to see a lot more of next week in San Diego at Torrey Pines because that's the kind of the signature of the U.S. Open. You've got really thick, deep rough this week. So enjoy it while you can, this little rough on this golf course, because you're certainly not going to have it next week. I know we don't have a lot of the big name golfers in this. Does that affect anything to do with FedEx Cup points? Is that why we're seeing some of the other golfers kind of go to this event Absolutely. before the U.S. Open? Very good point, Danielle, because I think you're seeing some players that are going to take this as an opportunity. It's like, oh, I don't have John Rahm and Justin Thomas and Bryson DeChambeau and a lot of these really top names, even though Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka both playing you're going to see people that think, okay, this is the chance where I can rise in the FedEx Cup standings. Uh, coincidentally enough, you talk about the two leaders. You got to be in the top 125 to keep your PGA Tour card before to get into the FedEx Cup playoffs. EVR started today 134. Now he's up to 44 in the projected standings. Same thing with Wes Roach, 197. So he is now up to 70. And this is assuming they keep their positions, which there's a lot of golf to be played. But that's why these guys are, think are taking this opportunity. Some of these middle guys let's see if i can get a win or i can get into the top five finish and get a lot of money and get a lot of points going forward well definitely something to consider when handicapping that of course the u.s open coming up as well we have nhl action tonight we'll get into that next we have vgk versus the avalanche who's gonna win which side do we like that and more coming up on my guys in the desert At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com and download the free OddsTrader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Daniel Avari and Wes Reynolds back here on My Guys in the Desert. We have one NHL playoff game going on tonight amidst the NBA playoff games we also have. Avalanche and Golden Knights, 6 p.m. start, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. Knights lead the series 3-2. to two. That is not how it started out. They were down to. And now series price sits with the Knights minus 315 and the Avalanche plus 245. What do you think is going to happen tonight, Wes? Yeah, I do like the Avalanche in the spot. And I want to be the hometown guy and root for the hometown <laughs> team. And I generally do, except when I have bets on the other side. But... It seems like the Avalanche, you know, everybody's now kind of counting them out for the first time. They were the President's Trophy winner in the regular season, most points in the NHL. So now, for the first time, it's like, okay, these guys aren't the favorites anymore. They're they're going to start counting these guys out because the Golden Knights have really taken the momentum in the series. I thought in Game 5, though, actually Colorado kind of outplayed them, and it looked like, okay, now maybe water's going to find its level for the Avalanche. They were up 2 nothing. Then all of a sudden, Alex Tuck gets that goal in the first minute of the third period and then it was on for that to be a competitive game they go into the overtime Mark Stone gets a breakaway nice pass from Match Pacioretty so he goes ahead and uh, buries it and then that was the overtime winner for the Vegas Golden Knights by the way a little bit of news on this Jared Bednar the head coach of the Colorado Avalanche is cleared to coach tonight he did miss the, the morning skate today citing I believe uh, what I saw the report was irregularities in his COVID-19 testing. So don't ask me what that means. I, I have no idea, but nevertheless, he was not on the morning skate, but he is going to coach tonight. So kind of seeing this line out there, and I do often think that it's interesting, Danielle, because you always get the hometown team tax with the Vegas Golden Knights in terms of sports books across the greater Las Vegas Valley. You're seeing as high as like minus 145 out there, take back about a buck 25 on the Colorado Avalanche. But if you go to some faraway places, 
Colorado Avalanche are only getting about maybe a dollar fifteen, and the Vegas Golden Knights only laying one thirty-five. So about a ten or so cent tax, I guess, on VGK, who's now won three straight and going to ha- go ahead and try to close them out tonight. What we've seen though in these playoffs is teams are being able to close them out in Game Six. We saw it with the Islanders last night against the Boston Bruins. We saw Tampa Bay took care. It was in five games, but took care of Carolina. So we really haven't seen very many of these game sevens really here in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We did get them with Montreal and Toronto in the first round, but I just, I have a funny feeling we are going to get a game seven in that. I think Colorado, they've been outplayed for the better part of the second half of the series. I think that they're getting the support in terms of the offshore books. I'd be interested to see the split on that. If the Vegas books are having more money where it's like, okay, from a side perspective, we need Colorado. And if the offshore books are like, maybe we need the favorite here in the Golden Knights. But obviously you come out here to Las Vegas, you're going to have a ton of future liability on the Vegas Golden Knights. So this is where a lot of the race and sports directors, like if we had, if we had Vinny Maiulo on or some of the guys here from the South Point or across town, they'd be saying, we're Golden Knights fans. It's great for the town and we're fans of the team. It would help us in terms of the bottom line if we could eliminate this team and eliminate that future liability because Colorado, you probably didn't have as much because it was such a short price. So I am going to go with the Colorado Avalanche tonight, plus 125. Didn't work out last time. I ended up splitting with that side going or that side losing and then the total going under. So it'll be interested to see where the money also comes on the total here because five and a half, basically where it opened, minus 115, minus 120, because a lot of bettors are usually apt to, in elimination games, go ahead and go under the total. Didn't work out last night if you did that with the Boston Bruins and the New York Islanders. You saw that total go down from five and a half to five juice to the over, and it ended up being an easy over last night. So sometimes you got to be careful with that in terms of going with these unders in these elimination games, because it's always kind of juice to the under at five and a half, and that's what that you're seeing here. That was the case here. with the Bruins. Islanders yeah. last yeah. night minus and I one, suffered because of it. Yeah, like <laughs> minus 115 uh, I think I'm seeing here also minus 125 the high water mark in terms of the under for the total at Circa Sports. So you know, you're usually going to see more often than not, betters are going to bet when it's an elimination game. They're going to bet to the under, but I'm usually a little bit careful about that, but I do like Colorado here in the spot. So we've talked about props for the NBA, but you can also bet on goal scorer props as well. In the NHL, we talked about Mark Stone's huge goal for VGK in the overtime. So looking at tonight, Nathan McKinnon is leading Colorado with eight goals, while Jonathan for has six for VGK this series. Any players you would look at for tonight for scoring a goal, first goal, or any time? Yeah, I wish I had more time really to, to uh, <laughs> delve into this uh, market in terms of goal props because – you know, the prop markets, I think, and I've been doing a little bit more at the NBA, even though I don't really do it in the regular season. I've been ended up doing it, but I've seen a lot of people. I know some uh, a guy that comes on as a guest here from time to time here on Visa, Ian Cameron. He deals with these, you know, anytime goal props. I think it's often awful hard to kind of pick the needle out of the haystack to see who's going to score the first goal. Obviously, that's why you have these big prices. I think nine to one, Max Pacioretty, the biggest price in that regard. So, look, you can't really argue with Mark Stone. Uh, I said that he was going to have the game winner along with probably everybody else in America. So the the uh, general consensus got it right last time as Mark Stone did get the winning overtime goal in game five. So 
Mark Stone plus 180. I usually Anytime like goal. Yeah, and I usually like to go a little bit down the board with these. Chandler Stevenson at 3 to 1 could be very interesting. I know we had a guest on the other day that talked about how key he was to really the Vegas Golden Knights turnaround in this series. So, those would be two on the Knights side I would certainly be looking at. The first line though of the Colorado Avalanche, Vegas has been able to kind of figure them out and find the elixir to stop these guys, that being Nathan McKinnon and also Miko Rotnen and Gabriel Landeskog. So maybe going down the board, if you think that's going to continue with one of the Colorado skaters like Barakovsky or somebody like that, I know we don't have the entire roster listed in the graphic there, but that could be a direction to go here. But you often got to think, Danielle, when you have an elimination game, it's like, this is where the big guns are going to step up. So finally, are we going to see Nathan McKinnon get back on the scoring? Are we going to see Miko Rotnen and Gabriel Landeskog, that great first line for the Colorado Avalanche? Yeah, it's something definitely to take into account. I like what you said about the totals as well, because like you said, they're going to be like going crazy to the wall, right? And so mm-hmm. we saw that in the Bruins Islanders game last night. I was on the under. That did not happen. Very. You also game. have to worry. Uh, one of the factors, obviously, is the empty netter, because right. if a team is going to be eliminated, you saw it with the Bruins last night. Now, they were down two goals. It wasn't a one goal game, but you got to pull that goaltender earlier than normal where it's not OK. We got to wait for the final two minutes. You maybe have to pull this goaltender with four or five minutes left. Especially I think they waited till 90 seconds almost that, left. That, yeah, I, you were wondering when Bruce Cassidy was going to go ahead and make that decision, but especially when you're down two goals, you have to pull that goaltender much earlier and you just have to take your chance. If they get an empty netter, okay, we're going to lose, but you have to really take that shot. Like when it's a one-goal game, maybe you can wait a little bit and really try to time it right in terms of maybe when you're getting the other team on a change, in terms of their lines, or you're getting them on a shift then maybe you can capitalize and have a breakaway or have a a counterattack there. So that's something also to keep in mind with these totals. Well, the Islanders did beat the Bruins last night, six to two. They were up four to two in the third period, but then two empty net goals to finish it off, win the series four to two. So in six games, which sets up semifinal series versus the defending cup champs, the Tampa Bay Lightning, my last remaining NHL futures ticket. Uh, The Lightning eliminated the Islanders four to two in last year's Eastern Conference Finals. So are we going to see a repeat here? The series line, Lightning minus 225, the Islanders plus 180. What do you think? I have not bet this yet, but I do lean to the Tampa Bay Lightning here. I just, it is very hard for me to go against this power play right now. 41.7% in the playoffs. That is, of course, first of all the 16 teams when you average them out. Islanders on the PK, a little bit shaky, 61.5%. That was 14th out of 16 teams. So we're going to get this series, like you mentioned, for the second year in a row. And when you're really kind of talking about strengths and weaknesses between these two teams, Tampa Bay strength is basically like everything. Uh, Once you now have Kucherov back and who's probably the cons my favorite right now, they're four deep in terms of the offensive line. Even their fourth line can give them some scoring punch, but you've got to get that second line going. When that second line is going, they're very, very hard to beat. Stamkos, Anthony Sorelli, and Alex Kalorn. But really what you got to look at is Vasilevsky has been such a hot goaltender, and hot goaltenders can carry you to Stanley Cup Series. He's been absolutely amazing. I guess if you're looking on the Islanders' side, one thing that you can consider, though, I think it was for the first time since 1987 when Patrick Waugh was playing goaltender for the Montreal Canadiens, you had a different goalie win four games 
games in a series, you had, I believe it was Sorokin, Ilya Sorokin won four games in the first round series. And then this time it was Semyon Varlamov winning all four games in the series. So at least if you're the Islanders, you have some confidence in two goaltenders. With Tampa, there's a drop off from Vasilevsky to Curtis McElhaney. So it's pretty much going to be Vasilevsky going the difference. And I know Rod Brendamore was very complimentary. The Carolina Hurricanes head coach said it reminded him of the old dominator, Dominic Hasek back in the day for the Buffalo Sabres. So I find it very hard to get in front of Tampa Bay, but the Islanders defensively are absolutely terrific. And what they like to do is they like to keep you out of the middle. So they're fine sending Tampa Bay wide here. They don't want to get gobbled up in the middle. And one of the ways you don't get gobbled up in the middle is you don't give up power plays. So when I just, uh, when I just look at this, I think the Islanders are going to be game because Barry Trotz is such a good coach and he's able to play a physical style. But I think Tampa Bay's got the depth and they've got the medal being the defending Stanley Cup champions where they can meet that physicality. Total sitting at five and a half, already juiced to the over at minus 139, under sitting around plus 110. If we look at the series from last year, the first game was where the most goals were scored, 10 goals scored, but four of the six games stayed under. What do you think? Yeah, and 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 I think that's what really you're going to see here. There, uh, the I guess the betters are really kind of looking at Tampa Bay going to dictate the pace. I'm seeing Tampa Bay now as high as $3 on the series price. So this has been all one-way traffic on the Tampa Bay Lightning. So maybe the way you want to play this, if you don't want to lay that big $3 price, go ahead and maybe play Tampa Bay exact margin like Tampa Bay in five, Tampa Bay in six. We have more coming up on hour two of My Guys in the Desert right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.